Welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast. I am Princess Vivian, the one that Jesus loves. Today, we will look at the Word of God concerning what defiles us. Let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you for today. Thank you for your great love for us, for your mercies and grace in our lives. Glory be to your name, Father. We ask you to please fill us with your Holy Spirit, open our hearts, our minds, our understanding, and teach us your word by your Spirit. May your word transform our lives, renew our minds, and heal our flesh. Cause it to germinate, take root, and bear fruit. We ask you of this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. James 3.6 says, The tongue also is a fire, a world of wickedness among the parts of the body. It pollutes the whole person, sets the curse of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Wow, the tongue. The tongue can do and undo. A small part of the body, but what it can say sometimes, nasty. Matthew 15:11 says, It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. This is the Lord Jesus speaking. What comes out of the mouth defiles a person. Matthew 16, 17-20 Do you not yet realize that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then is eliminated? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these things defile a man. Out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. These are what defile a man. But eating with unwashed hands does not defile him. In Mark, we see the same thing. Mark 7, 20-23 And he said, What comes out of a person is what defiled him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. So the Lord is telling us that it's not what we eat, or eating it without washing our hands, that defile us. But it's what comes out of our heart, because your heart is the real you. Luke 6, 45 The good person 
out of the good treasure of his heart produces good and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks what you put into your heart matters a lot it can make you or break you just like the computer is garbage in garbage out your heart will give you back what you have been feeding it if you want to know what someone has been feeding his or her spirit listen to the person talk to come out you can't help it proverbs 4:23 guard your heart with all diligence for from it flow springs of life we are commanded to guard our hearts because out of it flow springs of life. Guard your heart with all diligence. Be careful what you watch because your eyes are like gates through which things go into your heart. Your ears as well. The eye gate, the ear gate. What you hear, what you watch will go into your spirit. And the book of Proverbs is warning us today to guard our hearts. To guard our hearts with all diligence. For from it flow springs of life. Man, this is very important. Matthew 12:34. You brood of vipers. How can you who are evil say anything good? For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. This is the Lord Jesus calling them brood of vipers. A tree that is evil cannot produce what is good. That's what he's saying. And all comes from what you feed your heart. An example of what your heart can produce is found in Matthew 5:28. Jesus says, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman to lust after her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. What you feed grows and what you starve diminishes and will soon stop bothering you. So what have you been feeding your spirit? News, horror movies, hearsays? gossips and so on if you feed your spirit the wrong thing it will give you back wrong thing and these things would defile you the lord is saying these things would defile you but if you feed your spirit with the word of god when you speak you will be speaking out of the abundance of your heart abundance of the word of God in your heart and these will not defile you instead they will nourish you they will strengthen you you will stand out and be different so why is the Lord concerned about we being defiled it is because of who we are who he has made us to be Who are we? 
In Luke 9:55, Jesus says, But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what kind of spirit you are of. James and John wanted to call down fire to burn Samaritans because they did not receive the Lord Jesus. And the Lord rebuked them and told them, You do not know what kind of spirit you are of. So what kind of spirit are we? There are different kinds of spirits, good spirits, bad spirits. We know good spirits come from God. God is a spirit, angels. Then what about bad spirits? Satan and his cohorts. And we humans, we are spirits. Do you know that? Your spirit is different from your body. Galatians 3.26 says, You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So, he has made us sons of God. Sons of God are gods. Sons of God are gods. Do you know that? The Bible says, You are gods. You are gods. A son of a man is a man. Sons of God are gods. A son of a goat is a goat. Sons of God are gods. God calls you gods. Why? Because he made you in his image. Remember? You are gods. You are sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Genesis 2, 7 Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils and the man became a living being. He formed the man from the dust. He formed the outward part of us from the dust and that material stood there without being alive until he breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. Remember who is breathing? He is a spirit. So what he breathed into that clay, that molded clay is spirit, a part of him. God does not have flesh like you and I. So he breathed a part of him into that molded image and then it came alive. It became a living being. So you and I are not that image, that molded image. We are actually spirits, the breath that was breathed into that molded image. Genesis 1-7 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So he made us in his image. And his image is that he is spirit. He is spirit. So he made us spirits. That was what he breathed into that molded image, spirit. So because of who we are, 
and because of what he has made us to be we are like him and God does not like things that are defiled God is pure holy we are to be like him he told us to be imitators of him as dearest children if you imitate your father you are like your father but we don't even know that unless you are taught so because you are sons of God made in the image of God he doesn't want you to defile yourself so let's go further to establish we are not our outward body we are actually spirits Job 4:19 says how much more those who dwell in houses of clay whose foundations are in the dust who can be crushed like a moth talking about our flesh we dwell in a house of clay so your flesh is a clay you yourself you are a spirit you dwell in your body 2 Corinthians 5:1 Now we know that if the earthly tent we live in is dismantled we have a building from God an eternal house in heaven not built by human hands If our earthly tent we live in what is that your body when someone dies the body goes back to the ground to the dust where it came from because God molded it from the dust then the real you would take a journey back to its maker so your body is not the real you your body is the house where you live so because you are made in the image of God because you are a son of God because you are like God he does not want you to defile yourself you have been made righteous you have the garment of righteousness on you cannot see it physically because that garment of righteousness is on your spirit God sees that he put it there when you received the Lord Jesus Christ So when you are wearing a beautiful coat, you don't go wallow in the mud or mire. No. That's what God is telling you and I. 1 John 4:4. You are of God, little children. You have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So there is someone in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. You are sharing your body with the Spirit of God. So God does not want you to defile the temple of God. Your body does not even belong to you. Since Jesus purchased you and I, we now belong to him. So you cannot just do whatever you want. You now belong to Jesus. Both your spirit and your body belong to him he bought them John 4:24 God is spirit 
and his worshippers must worship in spirit and in truth. So, if God is spirit and his worshippers must worship in spirit and in truth, it goes to say that those worshippers are spirits too. So you and I are spirits. That's why God does not want us to defile ourselves. Another reason. When you speak bad things out of your spirit, you defile yourself and you defile your hearers. Those that listen to you, you defile them too. Jesus says in Matthew 12 that on the last day, we are going to give account of every word, every careless word that came out of our mouth. Hmm. That's scary, my dear. Lord, have mercy on us. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. We just talked about that. That the Spirit of God is living in your spirit. And both you and the Spirit of God are living in your body. So you are not your own. You have been purchased. So you have to carry that Spirit that lives in you with carefulness. You have to be you know, protective of the treasure in you. The Spirit of God is living in your spirit. That's how clean and perfect Christ's blood has made you. That the Spirit of God can now come and live in your spirit. And both of you are living in your body. So you need to be careful what comes out of your mouth. And it starts with what goes in there. Does garbage in, garbage out. 1 Peter 3.10 for whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. The Lord wants you and I to enjoy life and to see good days. But our mouths will play a part in that. Let him keep his tongue from evil and his leaves from speaking deceit. The book of Proverbs says that life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will live from it. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So which one do you choose today? The book of Joshua says Choose you this day whom you will serve. And the Lord said in somewhere in the Old Testament, I place before you today life and death. Choose life and live. And God says that life and death are in the power of your tongue. What you say defiles you, my friend. What comes out of your mouth defiles you. What have you said in the past days? What have you been saying about your life 
and your situation. Are you seeing death in your life? Then change what you have been saying. Change what you have been saying. God wants you to love life and see good days. He wants you to enjoy life. John 10.10 says that I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The good thing is, if you have been saying bad things, you can change it now. You can nullify the bad things you have said with the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I nullify and cancel every word that I have spoken today or in my whole life that is not of God. You can nullify and cancel them in the name of Jesus and begin today to say the right things. You cannot say right things if you have not put right things into your heart. That's why I said what you put into your heart, what you watch, what you listen to, what you talk about, they matter a lot. They can make you or break you. And when you are pushed, that's when the real thing in you will come out. You know, like a sponge placed into water or any liquid, it will suck it up. When you press it, it will come out. So when you are pushed, when you are stressed out, when someone hurts you, that's when we know what you have been putting into your heart. People can cuss you out. People can say a lot of things. Those are the things they've been putting into their hearts, listening to, meditating on, watching. If you want to know what someone has been putting in his or her heart, listen to the person talk, especially when the person is pushed, stressed out. So we can change today. Proverbs 21:23 says, Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. So the Lord cares about what comes out of your mouth because he wants you to be out of trouble. The enemy can work with what you say. It's like when you are having pain in your knee or somewhere you say, oh, this pain will never go away. It always, look at those words, never, always. And the enemy will say, say it again. You keep saying it and you establish it. The book of Job says, you will decree a thing and it will be established for you. Don't say my arthritic pain or my arthritis knee or my this or my bad knee, my bad eye. You are owning it now. Jesus came to give you life. Don't own those things. They are not life. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Speak life. Speak what you want to see. When you speak evil, it defiles you. Let's look at the things that Jesus says that actually defile us. He says, for from within, out of the heart of a man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, 
murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. So when you see someone exhibiting all these things or any of these, you know where it's coming from. And you know that the person is defiling himself or herself. So what can we do when these things begin to manifest, begin to come up? You can reject them, reject and resist them right there and then. Say, no, I have been redeemed from all these things. I refuse to have evil thoughts or thoughts of theft. Because before you go to steal, you have thought about it and made plans about it. It's not an accident. You meditated on them and those thoughts before you move. Envy, coveting, lust, wickedness, foolishness, pride. You can say, no, I refuse to be prideful. The Bible says we should humble ourselves under the mighty hands of God. Listen, it says you and I are to humble ourselves. God is not going to do it for us. So you can choose to say, I refuse to be prideful because you know that that's coming from your heart. If you allow it, it will defile you. Remember who you are, a son of God. You are actually a God. God calls you that. I say you are God's. So my friends, let's think twice before we speak. Where is it coming from? If you have been doing these things, you cannot stop in your own strength. You cannot stop in your own strength. You have to displace those things with something else. That's why it's very important to feed our spirit with the Word of God. Feed your spirit. Just listen, read, listen, read the Word of God. It will displace all those things. You won't even know when they disappear. When someone hurts you or offends you, you'll be surprised that you're not going to react the way you used to react. Then, after you fill yourself with the Word of God, you go a step further to begin to do what the Word of God says. Do it. It's not just about hearing it, because the Bible says if we hear only and not do, we become deceivers of ourselves. But we begin from there. Feed your spirit with the Word of God first. Then you go a step further. Don't stop there. And do it. You will be glad you did, my friends. Jesus told us that we can do all things through him who strengthens us. And he is the one that strengthens us. So if you want to change from defiling yourself, you can start from asking God for forgiveness for defiling yourself. Because you don't belong to yourself. You belong to Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. And ask him if you don't have the desire to change. To give you the willingness, the desire. The Bible says that 
God is the one that works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. So even if you don't have a desire to change, ask him. He says, ask and you shall receive. Everyone that asks, receives. So ask him to give you the desire to will and to do this. And you know that that prayer will be answered because that's his will. If we ask according to his will, we know that we have received what we have asked for. That's what 1 John 5 tells us. So my friends, let's examine ourselves and see if we are defiling ourselves by what comes out of our mouth. And if we are, we go to God in prayer, ask for forgiveness and the grace to change. And when we do, we begin to speak life and our lives and our situations will change. And instead of defiling ourselves, we will be blessing and strengthening ourselves with our words that align with the Word of God. Alright? Until I come your way next time, speak life. Speak life. And you will be blessed. Shalom.